Users suck at white skates like a figure skater, eh? Well, users are like referee skates. At least figure skaters know how to skate, eh? Hey. Somebody horked our clothes. Geez, who'd want to hork our clothes, eh? Maybe a couple of these guys got sick and tired of wearing their pajamas, eh? Oh, they're all on ice. We better report this to our boss. No, hey, let's go see if there's lost and found, eh? No, let's report it to our boss. No, lost and found is better Welcome back to the Just Trippin' Podcast with your hosts, Brent, Chris, Stefan, and Jay. This is by age, of course. Welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, it was nice that one wasn't a hard stop. Yeah, that was. I love how you gradually do that. Nice little fade away. You, do, you fade all day. Fade away, fade all day. <laughs> Listed by age, huh? So youngest to oldest? That's right. <laughs> I'll take it. I think the listeners that know us personally will will uh, understand that that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, young is still oldest. Yeah, you can hear, uh, it, hear it in my voice. <laughs> so you couple, guys actually sound pretty similar right now. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things uh, to touch on before we get into this week's episode. Um, we did not uh, publish an episode last week because we believe it or not we did sit down and record. Uh, but we had some uh, technical difficulty in the show. Jay forgot to hit record. Show sounded like shit. <laughs> um, so we scrapped it and um, we're back with you. So this is um, the uh, episode number 53. 53.5. 2.0. <laughs> oh, I had it labeled as 53B. <laughs> oh, there you go. Know, either one works. I like that better. I'm going to write that on the sheet here. 53B. <laughs> Perfect. So we got that sorted out. Um, also, Jay's not with us this evening. He is. Uh, watching the the griffins game yeah, i don't know if jay's even with us in real life because he doesn't respond to any of our texts this is true i did ask him this morning if he was planning on calling in as he left last week i said what time should we call you he said yeah. don't you call me i will call you so i don't know we might get a we might get a phone call from jay you i got the what? phone right here in front of me i wouldn't panic i wouldn't panic i don't see it happening i'm not too concerned about no. it no. and no. maybe we shouldn't answer it because he's had like 12 hours to reply yeah. <laughs> he was like busy all day talking to Stefan, so he didn't call me today. Oh. Normally oh, he does. So you got ghosted all so, day. Well, for the listeners, like, hey, we got this group thread that is a text message between Jay, Chris, Brent, and myself. Um and for the most part I keep trying to opt out and I keep getting <laughs> added back in. <laughs> for the most part, it's basically me and Chris sending links. And then, um, or, you know, Hey guys, uh, we can, we can meet anytime after six o'clock, you know, and then Chris will say, Hey, six thirty works better for me. All right, cool. Bet. Let's make it six thirty. or Brent will chime in and say, okay, that thumbs up. I'm on my way or, you know, this or that. And it's nothing but freaking crickets from our faithful leader. I don't know. You know, if, if he's much of a leader anymore, because oh, here I am running the board. But it was so but you we can't find the crickets. So here, here we go. You know, where it's like, all right, Chris, six thirty, cool, thumbs up, Brent. I'm on my way, and this is what we get from Jay. You know, those crickets actually have more to say than Jay, but. <laughs> 
It also kind of rhymed. That poor bastard, every time he's out, he just gets teed up. He just lambasted. So how's everybody doing? Chris, what's new in your world? Oh, we're going back to that now? We're going back we to that. I just want to see you. How you been? <laughs> no, I just had a little something. No matter who you run into out in public, I absolutely hate small talk. It is the most awkward thing. So I'm having, you know, a nice little Sunday taking my mom, dragging her around to like Costco and Walmart and stuff or Sam's Club, you know, hitting up Alpine before lunch. And then lo and behold, Stefan's out there with his wife and kid having their nice little Sunday doing the same thing and running to him at Walmart. And we have the most awkward like three minute. uh, Oh, hey, what's going on? Good to see you type thing. Like, it was so uncomfortable, before, <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> before this story continues, I do want to say, do you guys know that there is a rule about going to Walmart that you have to do before you're allowed to leave? Uh, no. What? What? So I Enlighten wanna, me. I want to incorporate this into your lives because I have been trapped at Walmart for over an hour one night. Because, A, I thought it'd be funny to really take the challenge on to heart and realizing it was just close to, you know, closing time, <laughs> that my options were very slim. The rule is you must, I spy somebody wearing camo, whether it's somebody that's shopping, somebody that's working there, whether it's a hat, uh, socks, pajamas, we know how this goes. But if you don't see anybody wearing camo, you must continue to search before you can check out and leave. <laughs> I you like know, that. Actually, I think I would have done pretty well. Uh, Case, and it wasn't quite camo camo, but he did blend in with the uh, the floor that they have in there. <laughs> did you dress him? Case? Yeah. Uh, what? I don't even remember what he had on. He had gray on gray on gray. Oh, yeah. What did he? Oh, he wore your jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, with a hat. He actually had to do one up or up his dad and had the gray uh, baseball cap he, on. Yeah, he was wearing that Titleist hat that he got from the golf show. Um, he was the one ba- that said, show me your boobs or whatever. No, no, it was the one that we traded that one in for. Um, he was dressed up as a Mario character. It was a, a bad Mario character. He, he's big into dressing up like, um, well, not wearing a well, Iron he, Man. Tonight. He's wearing an Iron Man costume yeah. tonight. But when he, when he's not allowed to wear a costume, when we go out, he will make his own costume. So, uh, today I want to dress up like Mario. He'll put blue jeans on a red shirt and he'll take a red hat and make, a Mario M and then tape it to the front of it. <laughs> so before we went to, to and saw Chris at um, Walmart, we went downtown to Pepino's for lunch and he wanted to be Mario. And I was, um, I think I was Bowser and Danelle was Daisy. So we go downtown and he's got his all gray unit on <laughs> like Chris saw and his Mario M on the, on the, on the front. I'm not dressed up as anything, so he drew me a um, a Bowser staff and like cut it out in paper. So I I had my little Bowser staff, but he made uh, Danelle this cute little daisy crown, and it was well done. Uh, but he fashioned it to her forehead with three pieces of scotch tape. <laughs> and this woman, she wore that would not take that crown. She wore it all through our meal at Pepino's, walking in, walking out, back to the to the uh, the parking ramp. And damn near wore it into Walmart. I said, I'm not going, I can't take you into Walmart dressed like that. (laughs) And then I realized at Walmart, 
you know, it's a little funky. She would have been royalty in Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's worse with people in their attire, Walmart or Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, Walmart. What's I your don't opinion? remember. I haven't been allowed around a Chuck E. Cheese in 15 years. <laughs> that was a bad question to ask you. Yeah. It's good to see that conviction still stands. <laughs> I'm just kidding. On, on, in this particular case, we were at Walmart on Sunday, and we took case to Chuck E. Cheese on Monday. Monday, Monday's clientele at Chuck E. Cheese was a little more... Um, would you, how would you, careful where you go? Flamboyantly with this. dressed, not flamboyant, um, oddly dressed than those that you would see at Walmart being oddly dressed, or to your point with the, you know, somebody wearing camo. You gotta, you gotta point out the camo. Were these trashy dressed people like Walmart or something different? It was, let's just cut to the It chase. was definitely what you would, like, if they didn't come from Walmart, they were going to Walmart after their hour was up at um, Was it like Chuck half off pizza night on Monday? It wasn't, but it, it was Monday through Thursday. If you buy an hour of playtime, you get a half hour for free. So there is there is a little bit of a gimmick going on there. I tried not- to do that in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody here gets a window shopping, everybody. Oh, window like, shopping. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I actually liked Chuck E. Cheese. I had a good time there. It definitely was not what I remember from a kid having my birthday party. Did they have there like, like the little band people ago. and stuff? No, no so they just have Chuck that comes out yeah. and does a little dance with the kids. Oh, did it he was, have a mask on? Well, no, not. He no. had a full suit on, actually. <laughs> no, there was, there was one family that wore a mask, which was. So the lady decided to wear a mask, but not a bra. Oh, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, but it was fun though. I had, you know, I had a good time there when your kid had his birthday party. So that, went, that was why I was. That there. was two years ago. Yeah. So you guys went ago. to the one like uh, around here, like Grand Rapids, uh, Tony Street, the Alpine, Alpine location. Alpine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. But I was going to take Case on Friday. He had the day off, but I was in one with this cold. It, 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 anybody listening to the show can obviously tell I'm I'm nursing one over here, so I was not uh, feeling great. So we postponed it to Monday. But moving on, uh, anything new that you want to get into, Brent, right before we hit the first sponsor ad and we get no, into the I, show? I, I'm all set. We'll be touching on some things later on, so I'm good. Absolutely. All right. Oh, geez, that's my cue. Yeah. I had something else, too, I, that was I like love, right on the tip I of my love tongue. love the power pause. It was so powerful. I'm like, this is going to be the best one No, yet. it's going to be as bad as uh, <laughs> Stefan's hard transitions there with those awkward pauses. <laughs> Maybe some awkward conversation. The place where you won't have to have awkward conversation and feel weird is at Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. You just keep nailing it with it. It was right there on the tip of my tongue. And then I just paused a little too long. And then I got in my head. That's okay, Chris. That power pause was great. You just want to say something afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's still messing with me with this time change. So I was gonna, it's giving me a little bit of brain I was going to say, I, I was going to lead into our first topic. And I we are struggling in the Hyde household with the time change. And it's not just the little guy. You know what? It's mom and dad too. You guys cannot be struggling as bad as I am. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> but I went to Wisconsin where the time changed. An there, hour late. An hour late. And then hour coming back. back lose yeah. another hour. Yeah. I'm like two hours behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, it's, been, it's been a rough go this week. But Monday the- was fine for me. 
you know, Monday? no real issue or anything. And then Tuesday I got up and I, it was like pitch black at seven thirty, eight o'clock still. And I was like, I better turn my light on. So I don't, you know, fall back asleep or something like that. Yeah. But I was like, I do not like this darkness. I'd rather mm. take darkness at five. But. The evenings are, are nice. Evenings are great where, where you have light later. You get yeah. out of work, you can go outside and play with the kids. Um, the mornings, like I, I've been used to it being light around eight o'clock. So now seven, it's starting to be a little light and I'm just not, I don't know why I should be totally fine with it, but I am, I am on the struggle bus, man. Cool. Is that your power pause? <laughs> that was a pause. I was where you were going. That was that. a pause to let Chris <laughs> jump in and say, "Well, you may not have to deal with this for much longer." <laughs> yeah. According to the most recent news article I read, you know that's what that was supposed oh. to be. Oh, nothing's going to happen. The Senate just did something. The House isn't going to do anything. I, I'll Congress. tell you what. I know that there's plenty of other things that the House and the Senate could work out to make things better for the world, but. Um, we uh this is something that would benefit everybody can we just stay at, would, at this time zone or time frame so give me give me give me a real pro pro con of like not doing it i mean what what's going to happen it just gets darker you know earlier or later at a time right I mean, like, is yeah. that really all uh, we're doing pretty much with? we're going to have november through march or april where it's dark all morning or okay. throughout that entire time frame, you're not going to have, you know, your kids are going to be going to school in the dark. You're going to be going to work, you know, if it's before eight or whatever. Okay. But so that's how it is all winter anything. anyway. No, it's yeah. light by like seven. So then all of a sudden, though, at the end of the day, then it's not light enough at seven all winter. It's long not for dark. Me to go to work. It's not dark at five o'clock. Like, right. Kind it'll of be, right. it'll get dark at, at six now instead of five o'clock in the uh, winter, which I, I prefer that over. I'd rather, who cares that it's dark on the commute to, to work? I want it to be light when I get home from work. Man, I got to look into this a little more serious with running outdoor events. I don't know if I want this change. <laughs> <laughs> a little more sunlight never hurt anybody. Uh, so what, what eh. do you want to get into anything in the article? You want me to play the music first? Is that for later? That's for the next topic. Okay. Um, so no, the only thing from the article... Really, all that it mentioned is that the Senate, uh, U.S. Senate, unanimously voice voted, I believe it was, um, to get rid of this. So it came in in the 40s, I believe. I don't know. Numbers? 1940s um, that it was started. It was, uh, I thought it was 1918. That Oh, maybe it was 1918. Oh. It's been around for a while. They canceled it in the 70s for a year and everybody got really pissed off. So that. they put it back into place. So when it originally came about, children were walking to school. Parents weren't driving them to school, and and there wasn't you know a, like a mass transit to take kids to school. So it being lighter earlier in the morning, kept kids safe. It, it kept kids safe. Yep. <laughs> the way they run schools nowadays, they'll be like, "Oh, it's dark out. We're canceling school." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Or, or the uh, night before, they'll be like. Oh, it's gonna be dark tomorrow morning. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what they'll do. Yeah, they'll have a two-hour delay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was ridiculous. The two-hour delay should just be a no-school day. Do they realize, like, when we're kids, we don't think about it. We're like, oh, great, cool, I get to sleep in. What about mom and dad who had to take time off from work and like 
figure out or like adjust their work schedule yeah. and shit. What do we do on that? Absolutely. You know, anytime that you mess with your parents' schedule, it was like, even if it wasn't your fault, you were at fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember like, are you serious? It's a two hour delay. What's yeah. going on? You know, my mom can't go to work. My dad's like, well, fuck that. I'm going to work anyways. You know, I, <laughs> I make more than you, so just deal with it. You know, <laughs> I always had the, um, my dad was self-employed, so he kind of had a little bit of, you know, leeway and stuff with that. Or my mom would be able to, but then she'd always have to make up the hours later. So, you know, she gotcha. <laughs> got in after it. We got a throwback here, guys. Throwback. Throwback. Do you remember last summer when we were talking about the ice cream machines at McDonald's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the story of my life. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> Our soft serve machine is down. Oh, really? Why don't you notify me yeah. when it's on? <laughs> You'd never get notified. So back then, you know, that's a running joke or whatever. Somebody went ahead and built an app and stuff that lets you know when... Um, the McDonald's soft serve machines are down because they're always broken apparently. And at the time, one of the uh, theories as to why this was, was because of the maintenance contracts with the company that supplies these machines to McDonald's. Right. Okay. So they have a, you know, cornered the market there or whatever, only they can service the machines or otherwise, you know, it voids the warranty and all this and that and stuff. So there was another startup um, that launched back in 2019. Uh, it's called Kitched, I believe. K Y T C H. K H. They're now suing McDonald's actually um, for false advertising, and they're asking for 900 million dollars in damages. They went ahead and created a phone-sized device meant to fix McDonald's ice cream machine's issues um, with its installation. Right. The device was meant to intercept... (laughs) Thank you for that positive affirmation. No, I remember hearing that. (laughs) The device was meant to intercept each machine's internal communication, um, sent out to a smartphone or an interface so that the owners could keep an eye on it and, you know, try to figure out what was going on without having to call in the repairman. Okay, so what ends up happening then? McDonald's. So back in November of 2020, uh, McDonald's got word of this and asked that all franchises remove the device from their machines. Um, (laughs) As noted before with the theory around it, the device violated the machine's warranty and intercepted confidential information, quote unquote. Um, And it also said it could lead to serious human harm, which doesn't really make any claim and the company called that defamatory you know fancy lawyer talk yeah uh and a statement from mcdonald's uh wait for the kicker at the end nothing is more important to us than food quality and safety which is why all equipment in mcdonald's restaurants is thoroughly vetted before it's approved for use after we learned that uh kitsch's unapproved device was being tested by some of our franchisees we called uh we held a call to better understand what this was and subsequently communicated a potential safety uh, concern to the franchisees. There's no conspiracy here. Do you want me to hit the music? 
No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? So then all of a sudden you want to know what these uh, kitsch, kitsch, whatever you do, you go to the manufacturer of these machines and you say, you know what? Hey, put this on your machine. We can work with your you know, manufacturing group or whatnot. You would have an app hooked right up to it. So if McDonald's doesn't want to pay for it, maybe the manufacturer of this ice cream machine would. Or perhaps and the franchisees of McDonald's would I want to pay for that service. I bet they get $250 million because of the defamation, but nothing else. How much are they losing with the machines being down? Well, that's a thing. So you said, why not sell that technology to the ice cream company? Yeah. Do they really want to lose out on what I think it was like 30% of their revenue yeah, model the, for the entire organization came from service calls it, and repairs? It was the residual that they would get off from having that exclusive uh, maintenance repair. Yes. So if you sell it off, you, you if you sell it for X amount. Or you, just don't make a shitty machine. You have no idea <laughs> okay, what yes. you could you could recap but, from that. You know, back in the day, you know, I worked with a company that did uh, service contracts and stuff like that, maintenance contracts, if you will, uh, retainers. I don't know what word you want to use with it, but you, if you have something set up like that, you can sit there and set up a quarterly maintenance that you're going to have to do anyway as a part of that contract. But if anything does go down, you'll know exactly what it is, maybe even what part it is, and you can have everything that you need when you go out there. If you're not alerted, there's no reason to go out there until the monthly maintenance or the quarterly maintenance or whatever it is. If I yeah. also remember from the original uh, article on it, there wasn't anything really defective with the machines most of the time. It's kind of designed in a way that it creates an error so that it forces in uh, this service technician to come in. So oh, there's some uh, shady oh, stuff going on all around there. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Conspiracy and McDonald's and ice cream. We can't get better than this. Oh, don't get me started on what's in that hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still hamburgers around from 1968. Oh, most likely. <laughs> it's called plastic. <laughs> it's got a really funny text message. I know it's kind of uh, off the show script. That Should we, we play the conspiracy music? It, it very well could be. So um, to the group message oh. uh, from Jay. Oh, whoa. whoa. Yeah. This Jason guy you talk about. He he for, he used to be on the show. Oh, um, you remember couple weeks ago he was here yeah you may have forgot wait a minute this doesn't make sense this must be a direct message because i don't have anything in the group no it is from the group a group of two no the group, group of, of three, three. <laughs> four actually if you include the person that sent it he huh. said he says hey boys sorry i just saw this text um <laughs> when you, you did send it at like 7:59 or something it like was, that. It was right around morning. 8 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I was he like, goes, geez, somebody's getting their day started, he goes, right? He goes, "When do you want me to call in?" I go, "How about we call you instead?" <laughs> well, play Jay, you're not getting a call tonight. We've already wrote the show. <laughs> so maybe we'll we'll reach out to him um right before after we wrap up the current events. Sounds before good. Before we get into the next ad. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm on Fox right now. It's Unsolved yeah, Mystery no, no, no. Night. <laughs> it is Unsolved Mystery. Oh, we will Mysteries. get to an Unsolved Mystery in the next one. <laughs> oh, yes. But, <laughs> keep going. So some updates on the kidnapping of our the beloved. Plot, the plot. The plot. Yes. The plot <laughs> uh, to kidnap the governor of Michigan from last November or October. 
Don't get her until she gives me that auto refund <laughs> or fixes the damn roads. Don't hold your breath on either. But with the ladder the, would be nice though, right? Either one. <laughs> uh, so the trial started last week or two weeks ago. I believe it was the 7th or 8th of March here in Grand Rapids. Um, I haven't heard a lot about it in the mainstream news, which probably means that it's not going well for the government trying to make their case that there was a militant group of right-wing uh, racist neo-Nazi extremists that were trying mm -hmm. to topple the government in Michigan and I don't know, have well ruled by Lord of the Flies or <laughs> what yeah. was going to happen here, but... Um, <laughs> Apparently, so there's a couple things that uh, came out on this. I had heard about some cash payments or some payments that the FBI had made to their informants. Guys, if you get the chance to be a snitch <laughs> to the FBI, go for it. It is lucrative. They paid Seriously? these two guys like 80 grand cash money, no receipts needed. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> they just had to like tell them what it was and they just paid him cash. Like this one guy that kind of set everything up who was an FBI informant, used the money to like pay for hotel rooms in Dublin, Ohio, which is outside of Columbus, and like <laughs> paid for these guys. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Again, when I think of these militia groups that we have around here, like I think of it as us basically sitting around drinking beer, like Talking complaining shit. about the yeah. government yeah. and like, but they might have like guns and roll around in the woods. Like we're just going to sit here and drink beer. <laughs> They're going to have guns, you know, whatever. But that's about it. You know, you just like complain about things and yeah. you know, uh, nothing changed. We go back yeah. to work and all, yeah, live our lives. Right. But these guys were like paying for ammo for these guys. They were paying for gas money to get them to go to these different events. They were paying for hotel rooms. All right, I, I I know they got rid of the uh, personal list or personal part on Craigslist, and I don't know if this is where they found these guys. But could you imagine? Oh my god! I'm sorry. This is you just doing cracking like, me up. You are so hot wings laugh talking over here. You can't even get the fucking message out. What? Are, do you need a break? <laughs> Holy shit! Have a coke and a smile, eh? <laughs> I can't help but laugh at you. Could you just the Craigslist ad for this thing? What yeah, would the want ad say, Brad? Yeah. Right. Could you you're just like scrolling through Craigslist, like you're a guy that like parts out like free cars or like, you know, oh, free stuff, go pick it up. And you come across this like group seeking group or you know, whatever it was. And it's like, want to overthrow the government? Come to my hotel room in Dublin, Ohio, and have some beers, and let's take over the state of Michigan. I'm like... <laughs> this guy... I'm sorry, I just find this completely... It is a very serious matter, and nobody should, uh, you know, threaten public officials. Just vote them out here Stop come November. But I mean, like, this whole thing, like, over half of the people were either FBI agents or informants. They paid these informants cash money, gave one guy, I think, like 50 or 60 grand, and the other guy got 20 grand. To top it off, after these cases are closed and they bring them to trial, the informants get a closing bonus. More I cash knew. money paid out to them. Are you being serious? Yes. 
I want to be an informant. According, this is all from uh, reporter Julie. I can't remember her last name, but from uh, she's been writing on American greatness. If you want to look up her reporting and stuff, I'm paraphrasing really? what she had said. So that's the one first thing uh, is become an FBI informant because you'll get paid cash money. And they'll try to protect you, but then when you have a judge that actually, you know, cares about the rule of law, you will be outed and your name will be used in court. Although they tried to protect two of these informants because they're um, currently involved in an ongoing domestic terrorism case. Uh, The hunch is January 6th, but we won't get into that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ringleader, I heard that the ringleader, this was the gentleman, um, Unfortunately, lived in the basement of the vacuum repair shop here okay. on, I think, what, 36th Street or whatever? Yeah, I'm, re- I'm recalling yeah. this. Like, I haven't yeah, been following 30, a lot of news. 36th so. and Division. 36, so he lived in the basement the, the of the vac shack, not a sponsor yet. <laughs> <laughs> they also will not make you uh, give you awkward small talk when you go in there. But if you want <laughs> awkward small talk, go to True. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this poor gentleman, as they, you know, kind of characterized him as, or not poor, well, he was living in a basement of a vacuum repair shop. There's no bathroom there. He has to go next door to the Mexican restaurant. No family and very limited friends. I thought you were going to say he lived in a van down by the river. <laughs> that honestly probably would have been a step up. There's um, no bathroom in the van down by the river, though. But no, but there's a river. Water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't piss where I drink, all right? It goes downstream. Yeah. I've been it's doing a river. It, I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> yes. Drinking down here and pissing up there. Shit. So this guy who, you know, people fall on hard times, but has his stuff together at least, is supposedly the mastermind and orchestrated this whole plot to kidnap the governor. So uh, apparently he was trying to get people, he uh, was trying to get people to um, get fertilizer or something to create a bomb to blow up a bridge up there. I had heard about that. (laughs) But but the part that I didn't know is that they were going to get a boat. (laughs) So after they blowed up the bridge or blown up the bridge. They bowed up that bridge. You sound like biz. (laughs) I'm sorry. This story is just too great. <laughs> Literally, I think the FBI has like central casting or like screenwriters from like SNL that they're like, all right, what can we do here? They call it casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein is now in jail, so not anymore. Um, so guys, guys, after we blow up this bridge, what should we do next? Kidnap Fauci for sure. <laughs> we're not there yet. <laughs> I wonder where he is, by the way. No, we're going to get a boat and we're going to dock up on the governor's uh, dock, storm the beaches like it's Normandy, like kidnap that. her, bring her down there like we're Vikings, and run her across Lake Michigan <laughs> to Wisconsin yeah. to put her on trial there in some citizen trial. Mm. I, I did not hear that part about... That does taking sound a like, boat and that does bringing sound like her a bunch over of guys sitting Wisconsin. around a table yes. drinking a bunch of beers. She she it's definitely like, wouldn't have a getaway boat because they wouldn't put their boat in the water. No, this was the year after. So <laughs> oh, yeah. damn it, yeah. that joke uh, fell flat. Her, her uh, husband also flexed his flexed his muscles and got his boat put yeah, in the water. I, I'm I'm Mister Governor. <laughs> what do you call that? No, they could get their boat in the water because they didn't have a motor. So that that's how they could get them all on the boat. 
and then just sail across. Just uh, sail see, away. there's parameters. You know, you can eat out. You can eat inside as long as it's outside, and you can be on your boat as long as it's a paddle boat. No exactly. motorized boats. But you can't buy spray paint. But you can buy house paint it. Mm -hmm. But no, again, <laughs> it, it sounds like we're just sitting around. It's like I think we should blow up a bridge, and then Brent's like, or Stefan in this case. Guys, I got a speedboat. You know what we can do with that? <laughs> I got Malorganite. <laughs> you know, if there is actual intent and it's proven to a jury, because it is at a jury trial yep. and stuff right now, you know, we'll let this process play out. But from from what, these little nuggets that are coming out that nobody else thinking? is reporting. What do you think? You think everybody's just going to get let off? They'll probably get something... I don't know, you know, a very lesser charge Time served or already, something like that. Yes. So there, I'm sure there'll be something, but it's not going to be this like plot to, you know, overthrow right. the government or something just like nobody with January 6th, let alone has really been charged, but with actual insurrection, um, there's been one charge of sedition now on one of the top guys that was rumored to be an FBI thing, but we'll get to that as that progresses later on. So, yeah, I definitely want to touch back on that because like, I haven't been following anything. My, my question was, is, is there any trial dates for January 6th at all? I don't, I think all of that's been settled. With no, no, there's a, there's quite a few of the defendants, the ones that haven't pleaded guilty or taken a plea bargain. Um, I do not believe many of them have been charged, let alone have court dates and stuff yet. Okay. So okay, they've been sitting in jail then. and like solitary confinement and stuff for probably a year, close to a year by now. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a little wonky on the constitutionality of all of that. So I know that guy with the, uh, the horned hat was sitting in jail. A yeah. while back, I believe uh, they agreed to serve him vegan meals, so he took. Oh, a they did agree. Or something. Yeah, because well, he was not, complaining he's not, about uh, that. Fasting anymore? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. I, I think he would have died by now. I did he hear was. about that. Yeah, yeah. a man's got to eat. I, I don't know what to think. Anything, you know? Just the government made everybody live in fear, and well, half of us are over it. Do you find it <laughs> ironic that you don't eat meat, but you're wearing a buffalo hat? No. Just me. I feel like it was a bit of cultural appropriation on his part, but whatever. Well, I, hey, you want your cultural appropriation? This ain't the show for it. <laughs> <laughs> you got three in a row? That's a hat trick. <laughs> Speaking of living in fear, uh, have you guys seen Fauci lately? Who? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen COVID either. Yeah. The science. <laughs> They're together. The science. <laughs> that was your ass this weekend. Unreal. No, what's going I, on with... I, I, yeah, is there any new... I have not news? heard anything or seen anything. I just know what's his name is trying... Mm -hmm. He put something into the Senate or something yesterday, two days ago. Rand. Rand has something to eliminate the whole department that Fauci is a blood... That it's a part of. R Rand Paul? Rand Paul, yeah. Senator Paul. Uh, yes. Yeah, the fire Fauci bill or yes. something along that line. Yep, yep. Uh, they just get another chucklehead in his place who's been there for too, far too long. And you got to love the bureaucratic state. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother term year. limits. <laughs> term limits, <laughs> people. In, in, in all honesty, though, like, has anybody seen or heard anything from Fauci since uh, last since last year? Well, I heard he's since on before Omicron. Yeah, what's Omicron? That was the variant that knocked out. 
uh, you know, all of COVID. I find it interesting. Oh, yeah, that the flu's back, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and so well, is not the right cold. now. It's the spring. <laughs> the, the cold, the cold's here too, and I got it, guys. Yeah, you got it hard. Oh my god, it's called the flu in one or. Did you Still catch the work. new variant now, the Delta Cron? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I could have the <laughs> Optimus Prime bomb. No, there's some new variant that's kind of out there, and they're like, I don't know if it's aggressive like Delta, but then like everybody's getting it like Omicron, so they were like calling it Delta Cron. Delta Cron, you know, based on ABC. <laughs> and one, two, three, like you know. Naming, I think they yeah. hurricanes. Made yes. it or something and created it. I don't know. Hey, I very well could have one, but I'm not taking any of those suspect tests. I, I, I am being very honest, though. Has anything since then come out with him at all? Has he made any speeches? Or He might be in lockdown in China with the 51 million people that they've actually put on lockdown over the last couple of weeks because there's another variant or something over there. Oh, we haven't heard from him at all. That's weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's in Gitmo on trial. Who knows? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Who knows? Who? Yeah. I haven't really Just heard... shut down Gitmo. None yeah. of that stuff's gonna happen. I haven't really heard yeah. much from the CDC either. So maybe that's what I'm gonna get. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I, I think. It's uh, all just... I think we're more focused. The media is more focusing our minds on um, Russia and Ukraine. Is that the new Pixar film? That's the, I don't even want to get it. I can't that. even. I don't. I, I don't. I'm having a great day today. I, I, do, I perked up. I do that not want to get into that at all. But like, it's like wag the dog. It's like I don't know what to believe or not believe. Is it a movie? Is it real? Like, seriously, this is absolutely jacked up. The way this is going on. Yes. You know, very jacked up. Just like this fight. You guys watching? Oh, no, you're not watching because you'll get this later. Never mind. That is a Boston, <laughs> Minnesota. This is a real good stand Who do we got going? Brawl. Oh, we got Frederick going oh, with. we got Russia and white, Ukraine and green. <laughs> Gosh, Frederick. Oh, Ukraine finally goes down. We're going to have to talk about that tussle next week, boys. Wow. But Who do you know, go with? But, you know, in all seriousness, so it's. The propaganda is so rampant for everything nowadays. There's like nothing is real. You know, unless you experienced it for so yourself, are we in the, nothing is that real. Truman Show, the Truman Show, absolutely the Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a callback fight there, boys. As, as long as long as you live it, smell it, breathe it, see it, then it's real. Other than that, don't buy shit. <laughs> that is true. But I do wonder where Fauci is. I hope he ends up on a milk carton or something. Is that still a thing? Oh, it's no, still no. a thing. No, they don't do that yeah, anymore. Miss, oh, Miss is that because there's... talks about the milk carton every week? Tens of thousands of kids in the U.S. <laughs> that go missing, so they couldn't put them all on there? Yes. yes it's, yeah. it's actually a kind of a true thing. It's kind of sad. So it's a terrible thing. Speaking of sad things, let's get into this phone call because we're obligated. Speaking of missing children. What won't be sad <laughs> is when you take your skates to True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. They won't wag you around either. What's up? Hey, Jay. Welcome into the Just Chirping Podcast. This is Radio Stefan here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm boys. Hold on here. I'm closing the door so I can better hear yeah, you. Yeah, find the bathroom, would you? Jeez are you Louise. At, I, are you at a Jurassic Park show? No, no, definitely not that, but definitely the Griff's game. You are echoing, so you are in a shitter right now, yes? I Right now, so we're in a suite. The suite has a bathroom, so I stepped into the bathroom. Yeah. Open that door back up. I don't like the echo, and when you fart... We'll just have to hear it. 
And I close the door yeah, back close up. The door, close the door. <laughs> we're, we're figuring out this uh, live on the spot. Is this better? Yeah, this is better. Yeah. What's the okay. score right now, Jay? So the score right now is... He's got to get out of the bathroom. It's 2-2. Two, two. He hasn't been the paying period, attention. The second period is... Yeah, right, I've been hiding in the bathroom. 2-2. <laughs> two, two, it's going in the start of the second period. They're about to drop the puck right as we speak. Nice. Nice. You guys having a good time? Yeah, it's actually... So um, I think Chris came to us because we had talked about doing this for our possible 50th, right? Yeah. And um, our 52nd one this year or whatever. This 53B, so hey. Yeah, so we were worried about, like, sound and stuff. But the cool thing is, is if we get one of the ones Chris was talking about that's, like, 10, 10 people, mm-hmm. they got a door that you can close to the to the noisy part, and then it's all glass <laughs> on the inside. So we could totally set up part. a show in here. So, yeah. so you don't have to hear the uh, the huddled masses down below you? <laughs> you mean the No, stadium? you don't. You the, not, the arena? You not have the arena. to hear the arena. You don't have to listen to the peasants down below. Nope, the peasants, exactly. So um, it's actually been pretty sweet. So uh, <laughs> sweet. we should definitely <laughs> put that into motion. See what, did there. See what you did there. Yeah, that sounds good. We just need a couple of uh, good, so, hearty sponsors so to sponsor witty. it. Or we just get a couple of people who want to come watch the game and be a part of our uh, podcast at the same time. That's a really good idea, actually. Hey, that's an awesome idea. Still not paying for yeah. it. Well, we're not going to. still have <laughs> no, to pay for your ticket, No, we just for $10, and then we're all paid for it. Oh, hell yeah. And we'll throw in a Just Chirpin' t-shirt. We, we, we got those well, in the works. Any, anybody under the age of two is for free, so all we got to do is throw Stefan in a stroller, and we're good to go for him. <laughs> <laughs> You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. How's the show going, boys? Uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. We just kind of hit a, a low point, though. Yeah, right now, Iberia. I hear you guys are all stoked. <laughs> you get me, and you're like, this guy. We were, really, we were really rolling until you said, are you going to call me? Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I just wanted to make sure I had my phone on me, you know. It had nothing to do with wanting to be a part of the show. Or well, I wanted to, fi- you know, make sure you found a quiet place so it sounded good. And it sounds good on our end. So it that's actually doesn't all, sound all bad nice. at all. Yeah. It worked out yeah, pretty I'm behind, good. Yeah, I'm behind the glass. The door is open. Like you've never I'm been behind, behind the, glass. the glass before. Come on. Normally, those are caged bars like a jail cell. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Ma- Mom, I think- Mom, you're going to have to pick up the phone if you want to talk to me. You get one phone call. Who are you going to call, Jay? Who are you going to call? I- I'm going to call the pizza guy. Call the pizza guy. You know what? I'm not going to lie to the boys. Well, I'm having a blast. This is my very first date night that I've had since we've had the baby. So the first night out with the missus without the baby. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. I haven't had a date night since, uh, well, since I started this fucking show. <laughs> Wednesdays used to be our date night. Now right. I'm stuck with you fucks. No, you're exactly. Exactly. So, but I'm not going to lie. We, we, we're popping some tops here, uh, getting a little excited about um, getting home alone. Oh, yeah. You got a babysitter overnight then? No, but the, the baby will be in bed by the time we get home. Uh, you don't want to scar that baby, though. That's awesome. You guys are watching Netflix and chill. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Netflix and chill. Nice. I found out what chill meant in Netflix and chill last night. Yeah. And it wasn't like chill. Oh, no? No, no. no. It's it's like intercourse. Oh. Yes, it's just like intercourse. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. My <laughs> wife learned me. I, I got to get Netflix in the bedroom. 
<laughs> you better. <laughs> Hulu, there is no Hulu and chill. <laughs> so, Jay, have you... I think the last time you were single stuffing, it was VHS and handy. Chris, or uh, Brent had me thinking there for a second. There is no Hulu and chill. He's right. Netflix coined that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because if somebody says they have Hulu, you're like, yeah, I'm not coming over. <laughs> right, right. Hey, um, somebody's got to poop. You got to get out. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm actually out in the main area. Sorry, I was watching the game. They were about to score for a second, so I was like, got excited. So we're gonna we're, we're we were actually getting ready to move into a couple of hockey talk uh, topics. Uh, did you want to stay on the line with us, or what are you thinking? <laughs> Well, let's be honest and uh, and do, do do the listeners a favor here and get the guy who doesn't know much about hockey off the phone before you talk about hockey. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. You got anything else uh, that you want to jump into before we um, uh, before we let you go? Uh, any tussles or anything like that? You know what? I do want to. You know, I know we had the what's what. Um, you guys did it without me, but. Uh, Oh my God! What oh, happened? Oops! Oh no! He's gonna call back. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello? Did you hang up on me? No, uh, I no, think I got think... disconnected. That's weird. That no. was weird. That was really weird. That was weird. It just straight cut out. No big deal. So oh, it's good. You anyways, back. <laughs> I'm like, you guys didn't have to answer. Um. That's what so, we thought. Brent's pissed I didn't weekend. hang up on you again. God damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, make it quick, Jay. Your background noise is a lot. <laughs> the, this past weekend, um, my both my sons had tournaments. One of those was for his LCHA, you know, district finals, whatever. They So they won their league for their division. And my other boy uh, brought home um, the Irish Cup title from the Compton. Yeah, I saw those pictures, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so super cool. I don't know what's what, hockey related. Uh, proud dad on both ends. So kind of sucks. I had to watch my uh, youngest son from all his games from, uh, gosh, was it Live Barn? Because I coached my other son's team, which we were down in South Bend there in Detroit. So I wasn't able to see it all in person, which kind of sucks. But nonetheless, good for him. They worked their butts off this year. So but I give him a shout out. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Heck well- yeah, so Say what, bud? I was just going to say, we hope you enjoy the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. I'm about to sit back down and start drinking this beer and uh, start the noodling with my wife. All right. Well, you tell everybody over there that we says hi. I will do, you guys. Try to land us a SheFit sponsorship, would you? I'm going to try to land a little bit more than that, but Ooh. yeah. <laughs> we might have to scrub <laughs> this episode now. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I appreciate you calling in. I'll talk to you later. All right, All right see you, buddy. Bye. Well, you All called right, in. See you guys. <laughs> All right, well, let's get the, back to the show. Can't believe you fucking didn't hang I'm, up on him. I'm I, sorry. I can't believe I, you hung up on him. I would have let him call and hang up like five times in I, a row. And just went, oh, connection. I know oh, it, but oh, connection. You don't oh, have. He's not. He's not going to call you tomorrow <laughs> and give you the riot act oh, because oh, you didn't. You didn't do this or you didn't do that. Oh, you know. Oh, I, I hope we're I hope we're recording. To be honest with you, uh, I don't want to mess this up. Uh, but anyway, uh, we hit the True Edge uh, sponsor. Read that was that was money right there, Chris. I didn't see that coming. That was mm-hmm. good. 
Um, and then Jay, so Jay's enjoying uh, winning Wednesdays at the Griffins game. Uh, did we find out what the score of that tilt was, or yeah, who they were playing? Going into three, yeah. And going we don't know the who second. the we don't know who the Griffs are playing. Well, it could be, so yeah. So, so yeah, he he said the start of the second. Um, it, let's go over uh, some hockey uh, headlines. Um, Ovechkin's family may be in danger. Yeah. Eh. From this article that you had sent over, this author makes a lot of assumptions on it and tries to build the narrative. That's why he hasn't spoken out against Putin more formally or forcefully, I guess. Um, although in the statement that he did say, he's like, war's not good. We shouldn't go to war. So, you know, I don't know what more you want from that. Besides so you read him, the article like, and you applied something called critical thinking and you thought for yourself, from the details of the article. Well, I don't yes. think they've done that since like 81. I also like that the <laughs> author tried to apply some critical thinking and making this assumption um, that she tried to mask as why Ovechkin has remained somewhat mum on the subject and stuff, which in all fairness, it could be very well plausible, which, okay, one way or the other... I'm actually happy that there's athletes <laughs> that aren't taking a stance on stuff and just want to play their game one way or the yeah. other. So, you know, whatever. I mean, in all honesty, everybody's, you know, and I say everybody, there's a bunch of people sitting there being like, Ovechkin this, Ovechkin that. Why aren't you socking? Why aren't you doing this stuff? Mm -hmm. uh, seriously? Well, okay, the next time America gets involved in something, then we should probably shut our fucking mouth too then. Well, it's, it's the same thing, is it not? Yeah, the media is getting right in his face, and they want a headliner. They want him to say something. You know, they have no we, idea how that's going to affect his family we were back in home. Iraq and Afghanistan since 1991, basically nonstop. I mean, <laughs> have you seen the gas prices? I think we need to go back. Dude, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so with everything, with with everything circling around. It's like uh, 79 all over again. <laughs> with everything circling around hey, Russia and Ukraine. God damn it, Brent. Let me get my words out. I, <laughs> I did put on a Jimmy Carter sweater the other day because I did couldn't you? afford to raise my heater. Or my <laughs> heat. <laughs> you actually have a Jimmy Carter. Well, I mean, it was a sweater that I put on, like a ah, cardigan type thing. It's actually it was a cardigan, but thanks you know for what? noticing. I think I'm actually going to have to do that. I'm going to have to get Jimmy Carter 2024 shirts made. <laughs> what he's a, he was a single term democrat he could go back and, and <laughs> i don't know if dementia's got him too bad or not well it's got to be better than what we have now. <laughs> <laughs> good point fair point so i with this headline um and and the way the article was just kind of uh, like speculating on what it could be it very well could be o ovechkin being a little more middle of the road and not saying too much could really relate to him trying to protect his family because last year um, Panarin ended up taking some time out of the league to fly to Russia um, and, and get his family into a safe spot after making some, some comments about Putin. So th there, there's no, there's really no, um, what's the word? Anything I'd put past Putin based on what his, uh, what Russian nationals who live in the U.S. may say about him. Oh, no way. Him. He, like, freaking had somebody sneak in and, uh, new, or not nuclear, but radiation poisoned, <laughs> like, a for, or like somebody that defected. 
Really? In England, yeah, a few years ago. He's gone to the trouble of, of blowing up residential buildings and, and maternity wards and shit like that. What's going to stop this guy from... So they say. For, okay, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Um, what's going to stop this guy from offing somebody's family when they say something bad about Russia or the KGB or Putin or the KGB or something like that, you know? I mean, we can well, be the in trouble. I understand KGB, there's some concern here, though. You the KGB know, KGB is a guy alone down. around anymore. Um, <laughs> I understand they're not around anymore. They're now but, called the FBI. But Putin. <laughs> that's fair. But that is very on the flip fair. Side, though, I really didn't want to laugh at that. that on the flip side, though, <laughs> with somebody CIA. as well known as I'm sure Ovechkin is in Russia, that you can't just have his family disappear like. Okay, you can to like send a message if he was highly critical or something like that, but it also doesn't look the best, right? And I mean, Putin is quote. I don't think he's worried about what looks best. Democratically elected over there, <laughs> right? Yeah, air quotes. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is, is that it, like, I mean, I'm not putting anything past him. The fact that there's anything going on, yes, it could be media making it look bigger than it really is and there's nothing going on over there or it could be what we're seeing in the media and that's the truth so if you want to err on the side of caution leave the guy alone don't ask him questions about this let him play hockey what what is so funny over there giggle pants how high are you I'm high on life right now, man. My goodness. You're high, high on, on these gas prices. You're, you're high on gas prices and headlines. My goodness. Did you have something to add before we jump in to the next topic? Probably not, but okay, I was good. just going to say maybe oh, we should we get go. Putin on Twitter so he can just mean tweet Ukraine and call it good and not actually do anything. I, it was funnier in my head. I mean, Sorry, I, I don't think that's far off. I want to see... I want him to be on Twitter. I did hear, though, he is canceled from all social media, just like Trump was or is, right? Yeah, I think Trump still is, is canceled. Is Trump still from canceled media. from everything? Or maybe he's. Yeah, doing he's also it on trying to start his own thing now. Yeah, but wasn't there a lawsuit, though? Because he's like, my freedom of speech has been. How can you cancel anybody from anything? Well, it's called being a business, and I have a right to uh, the patrons that I want to have. So. But you don't set yes up. No. But don't set up a business model that's free for anybody to say anything they want to say. They like kind of get themselves in a catch-22 because they say they're a public space and therefore they don't control editorial content. Don't quote me on this. Mm -hmm. And that's how they get around with not being regulated in one realm, but then in another realm, they have editorial control and can keep... Right. Uh, there's a, instead of working on daylight savings times, there's some pools. yes, there's some bigger. We really fish need that to focus Congress on that daylight needs to savings time. Out. We need to focus on that. Uh, so in other hockey news or current events in the hockey realm, um, Connor Murphy got laid out in the wall pretty good. And that was between uh, Chicago and Ottawa in Ottawa. Um, looked like a clean hit to me. I sent you guys the video. Um, I don't think it was a clean. I don't think it was a clean hit. I think it was an accidental hit. I mean, you can. I think the uh, the guy was trying to cut him off going into the corner, and mm -hmm. uh, he decided to zig when he should have zagged. I guess is the best way of putting it. Yeah. And he he got pinched a little bit. I don't think there was anything malicious there. Um, judging by some of the player reactions after it happened, even they think that it wasn't that bad of a 
thing. I mean, is was, he fine now? Yeah, so it's it's reported that he has an upper body injury, so very vague, but I'm assuming in his face hit the glass, yeah. and he has a concussion, I would imagine. But he was stretchered off the ice yeah. and, and we went to the precautions. hospital. He could get in the NBA with those acting skills. I know, right? Well, I don't think he was acting, and that, I mean, he, he did get crunched pretty hard, and, and mm-hmm. to Brent's point, he motioned like he was going to the corner, the... um. The attacker defender. went w- defender. Thank you. Went in with body language to you know cut him off at the corner. He ended up turning back, splat, face yeah. off the glass. Um, it's a uh, it's an awful, awfully scary scene when both teams are taking a knee or you know standing near their respective benches waiting for that thumbs up from a player who could yeah. potentially have been paralyzed or, or something absolutely worse. Scary. Uh, a lot of, uh, that's absolutely scary, but you, did the guy get suspended? There was no suspension levied did on he it. Did he get a penalty? He did get a penalty. Two minutes, and that was probably he it. A, he, I believe boarding? it was a two-minute penalty, and I can't remember what it was, if it was boarding or cross-checking or something. Yeah. It wasn't a, an extension of a cross-check. It would have been boarding, yeah, if anything. I, I think boarding is a blanket penalty for like a hard hit. Because they really couldn't give him a charge either, because he took three hard strides. Well, then he had to cut and he cut the angle off so, and yeah. turn, so he moved his momentum the other way. I think, it, in my opinion, it was just um, like uh, incidental. Not it wasn't incidental. It was um, you know contact made to play the body, but the um, the the face into the dash or the glass, kind of like it, the Chris Draper. He hit. went for the pinch. Yep, and and, and, the, and the pinch uh, was kind of defunct by mm-hmm. the uh, the offensive guy making his own plans. Yes. The, so. Yep, the player playing the puck, the offensive player um had had turned and put himself into a vulnerable position. And please position. don't tell me you're trying to compare this to the Draper thing that was totally different. I wasn't comparing it. I was just saying he went into the wall similar to the way Drapes went into the wall. Oh, okay, cuz Draper face uh, Drape was actually lined up 100% vulnerable. Correct. That was totally different. Yeah. Okay. It, it Yes. What led to it, I'm saying, you know, the after the How many the years has that been now? It's, it, it's about this time of year, isn't it? A well, week ago? we're going to get into it well, to, later on. Then. Maybe I should take notes on <laughs> my <laughs> Chirping Podcast chat. I, I like how your, uh, your, your show outline is completely blank, yet mine is filled in Chris's I gotta, gut. I got to test Some my brain because if I don't, then I'll get dementia or something. Well, we want to keep you sharp. Keep me sharp. Um, and some local hockey news. They're not really local, but uh, high school hockey news. Yes. Um, we, so last week we did talk about um, Granville going yes. to the Division One Final Four, I think it was. Yep. Or, uh, they ended up losing 4-1 uh, to Brighton. And then um, Detroit Catholic Central faced off. They won on their side. And they faced off against Brighton. And Detroit Catholic uh, Central won 5-1. to one. So they are... They are the the Michigan MHSAA hockey champions in Division One. Congratulations to Granville, though local town stuff. It's nice to see West Michigan Absolutely. teams making it to the finals. That was and, really impressive. Though. They, they made a hell of a run, and they had that uh, their their female goalie who Beck. was turning heads, but Beck. she back. Yeah. That's right. Her last name is Beck. Um, she did great, and and she 
definitely didn't want any gloating on her or anything no. about about I, her her uh, sex or gender, depending no on way. how. No way. I mean, she's just like uh, she's just a good athlete. She is a true competitor. We've you know, I, I say we had her out at the pond a couple times. No, she she came out and played on the pond a couple times. Nice. Um, That's at for the kids for ice the kids. center. Yep, for the kids ice center. I I will say great kid. Um, she's really a very solid athlete and she's pretty humble and i believe that she got all state honorable mention this year too that, that might be something to look into but yeah uh, if we did a like any research for some yeah, of these topics I, we probably would have that information i, I believe she did get all state honorable mention uh so congratulations awesome. to her and yeah her good family for her. And, and she's a junior isn't she i believe she so is, she yes. she could come yep. back next year yeah and, and and why why shouldn't she well, she you has know. be. She's in high school, right? Unless she's a complete <laughs> dropout, she'll be coming back. Well, well, that I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, getting into the major junior leagues, playing, you know, uh, in, in you know women's hockey as as it's continuing to grow, which Where is she's great. at. I, you know, I think she, I think she, uh, her, her team, they have another good chance. I definitely mm-hmm. see them making another good run next year. Is high school the yeah. highest level where you have mixed co-ed teams, or as you um, get into some yeah. of it? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's a that's about it. But um, with with women's hockey growing and the the way the trajectory that it's going, there are high school teams that have women's hockey, um, specific. So men's and, and women's sport. Um, I think the highest level of competition in the high school realm would be to play on a, a boys team or well, well I'm thing- sorry, a, a high school team that's. Uh, predominantly male the thing is back in the 80s 90s early 2000s there wasn't enough women right to actually make a team Mm -hmm. so these girls were vetted in and allowed Mm -hmm. to play on men's team you know and give it their best shot and and go for it as a competitor as a a hockey player gender was thrown out the window you're you you want it you're gonna have to earn it kid yep and some of those girls i know from my own personal experience with the tournaments and stuff are probably some of the best players uh, not to say that the girls aren't as talented nowadays, but these girls were competing against guys, mm-hmm. and, and there is a difference. And, oh, you know, imagine that, that, them, yeah. those same girls playing against girls. They're going to be well, Ovechkin I, out there. I think there there is a level of uh, difference uh, be, between them, you know, and you can have this argument all, all we want, but maybe that's another show. But mm-hmm. I, I would put my money on the girl that's gone, you know, playing on the pond against all her brothers. Versus a, a girl that grew up playing with uh, other female competitors. I think it'd be great to get a, a high level uh, female player from um, the Silver Puck Challenge or Hockey Hold'em to join us for that discussion. We, did. we had Melanie. I, I, well, yeah, but she was here with Drew. They were a couple, but let's let's talk to. I would love to have Carrie Roseboom talk, on the talk show. To I'll call a, her out. Let's talk to a girl about it. She and, did grow up on the pond, and man, oh and man, and she grew up playing with boys, yep. and then you know came from the pond to playing um, for Davenport. Yep. So, uh, I just really I love watching the girls' games in the Olympics. I mentioned it when we were talking about uh, that mildly on the show that I was more following the women's um, hockey than I was the men's. Just so nobody's heartbroken and watch any of it. Next topic. Well, that's all right. I don't think anybody cares. So boycott um, Beijing. <laughs> and in other Michigan hockey news, um, Hope uh, College won a, a. I think if not their second in a row, their second national championship in D three hockey. Yes, so. they did. I mean, awesome. Kudos to you, Hope. Way to go. Um, 
also, uh, I heard that they're moving into Division One. Oh, so, awesome! Um, I believe that starts next year. So cool. they are growing. They're growing, which is nice to see. We love to see these local colleges grow. Calvin, Hope, Aquinas. I mean, it wasn't long ago Aquinas was barely coming up. And I was going to say, yeah. When Chris and I were getting into our early college years, Davenport was just starting to get there. Grand Valley was pretty well established, but I remember Davenport yep. just getting in there, and Hillsdale College was – you know, small at the time. I remember Central Michigan didn't have a women's team when I went. You know, you yeah. got to give it a few years there, but they didn't have any, right. any women's That's hockey That's another there. good school, too. That I'm is- assuming hockey is a different athletic ranking separate from your more traditional or mainstream sports. Yes. Would you, are you trying yeah. like to football, open up the basketball. Title III conversation? Or? No, 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 no. He's no, talking about the, the way the divisions are based and also, like, you've got your NCAA Division oh, yeah. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then these D2, D, or, well, these D1, D3 teams, yeah. and then now you're splashing in some D2 that are kind of in between. So, yeah, it is so, a different spectrum. Up. It's not, like, their whole athletic program isn't no, moving up just, to yep, Division just One. They're hockey. Yep, team. yep. Yeah. So they're going to start competing against the the D1 team from Davenport, which still is, like, their D1 still isn't NCAA. We're still mm-hmm. talking ACHA. Um, so they're they're still not, you know, like, Ferris is not, Division One NCAA. I'm trying to sit, hurt feelings here, but it's like community college going against Big Ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. so, so you can be Division One in both, but they're going to, they're more or less going to pit these smaller schools against themselves versus these big that makes bigger sense. schools mm-hmm. against themselves. Until, until they grow. And, until and what we're grow. seeing with Absolutely. Hope here is that they're they're growing. Yep. And um, you know, even you know, Ferris's club team plays against them and you know you know, like a, a lot of the football stuff is it it might happen, you know, the way the deals work out. You might see Hope play Michigan State, you know, or or Michigan and stuff like that. And a lot of that stuff, if it gets televised, talked about, all that kind of stuff, only helps the recruiting mm-hmm. process for who Hope. You know, it's like holy smokes, you know, we're yeah. going against Michigan State's mm-hmm. big boys. You know, so well, you see how you measure helps. up. You, you throw in a, a couple of, of uh, NCAA D one games in your game, schedule. Yep, some some you know non conference games to just kind of see how you measure up, and before you yeah. know it, they might be up there. I mean, in our area, we've got Fair State that is yeah. the big dog in the NCAA. Um, and then further north, um, Lake Superior State. Yes, Lake State. And that's about uh, northern Michigan. Um, that's about all we have for NCAA D1. Yep. You know, playing against Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, um, Bowling Green. You know, some of these yep. big hockey names, New Hampshire, You know, how all the teams over in Mass. So, uh, very good. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go next? I just hope um, they're not biting off more than they can chew. Well, I went to a very small school, and I'm talking football because that's the only sport that I kind of paid attention to. Well, Hillsdale was pretty solid back in the day. Well, wait a minute. Weren't you, like, team manager for the hockey team? It was a club team. And it was whoever (laughs) were like, okay, we'll play. It was was intramural (laughs) drop-in. It was basically men's league. (laughs) We did have one lady on the team. What do you mean basically men's league? This is all I got. There wasn't any beer. <laughs> oh, you so did, they didn't have beer? Oh, hell, I Not that I knew of. I wasn't in charge of that You were part, supposed so. to get the beer. That's why they only made it a season. <laughs> so, um, oh, shoot. Guys, um, sled hockey. 
or as I like to call it, para hockey. I don't know what's most appropriate, but um, the <laughs> I know we're getting into that again. Um, the the U.S. defeats Canada uh, for the gold, so Canada goes home with the silver. Uh, U.S. gets the gold, obviously. Um, did you guys watch any of that at all, or catch Beijing. any of it? Boycott Beijing. Okay, so I I watched a few games. Um, our our hockey director with Hawk Hockey is the goaltending coach yes. for Team Canada. So I was hoping to kind of see Mike out there and Mike Fountain, not a sponsor yet. Are you but I'm still uh, BD in charge? Or I, I'm no longer. Back? I'm no longer in charge. Um, he will be back this weekend uh, for our our little fun uh, family skate, uh, and th- and then that's it for the season. Um, but what I was going to say was I watched uh, a lot of the the sled hockey games or the the para hockey games. And what these guys do out there on basically a scooter with a couple of short sticks in their hand is unbelievable. They can truck their asses up and down that ice. Absolutely. And, and they, uh, it's cool. I actually very entertained watching it. Um, I think, uh, I think it was uh, the U S has won four or five years in a row. Um, and they, they uh, beat Canada for nothing in a prelim round. And then for the gold, they, they beat them like five, nothing. So um, us is the team to beat in, in para hockey. So we'll be looking forward to, uh, you know, four years from now and maybe, maybe uh, like the women's hockey uh, para hockey will, will start to grain uh, or grain gain a little foot, a uh, foot, foothold here nice. and yeah. move on uh words are hard and i'm working at it yeah. my bad yep sorry guys um let's oh hey darren mccarty was in town and it wasn't hockey related uh chris would you like to uh elaborate on his show i'm gonna take a piss Okay. <laughs> Thanks for letting everybody know. I'm I'm coming right after you. That was about as funny as one of his jokes. Um. So 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 McCarty's not much of a, a comedian, would you say? No, uh, I would agree with that. So listener Rick uh, invited me out. I'm assuming that all of his other friends, wife, mom, dad, brother, everybody else was busy. I was so, invited as well, but I had a hockey game that night. Like I said, everybody else was busy. So he finally begrudgingly sent me a message and invited me out. We had a good time over at a local brewery in the Creston area where the show was at. Not a sponsor yet. You could have said the name. It would have been funnier. So they did do a little bit of a comedy show beforehand and the comedians that were there uh, were actually pretty good. A uh, mm-hmm. local guy who apparently has like three jobs there. Not only was he the opening act, uh, Sam, but he also took us to our seats and sat us before the show started. So, you know, he was really, You're really working with greatness stuff. before you knew yeah. it. <laughs> so they had a couple opening acts or that opening act. And then another guy that came in, I think from the East side of the state, um, that did like 30 minutes. I really should have remembered to get his name for this, but he made some good jokes about the first family of law here in Michigan, the Bernsteins. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he had a few. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to yeah. steal his jokes, but it, he definitely, I will find this guy. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, and then we got into Darren's talk. He started off with a bit of a joke or a story that he 
tried to parlay into a joke. Um, parlay. I like oh, that. Damn yes. it. Yes, you you're using it. it. That's good. Uh, you didn't even use it correctly. Yes, he, of course not. I used it like uh, like other people. Yes, he piggybacked it. I love it. That's perfect. Nailed it. He, I think that's going to be a thing. We're going to start using parlay as like a piggyback. Can we not? I no. I don't think so, no. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rewrite the word. That he tried to piggyback a joke into. Or, yeah. Piggyback a joke into a story that he told. And or did he tell that, a story that he was trying to piggyback the joke the, the inverse or no that's why i said it both ways anyways oh good i missed that can yeah. we rewind <laughs> oh we can't sorry but he talked for about 30 40 minutes or so um i found it interesting and brent i don't know if he had a message when you saw him a while ago i went no i left oh that's true and you <laughs> slept through it you yeah. said <laughs> I partook in some edibles that made me sleepy. <laughs> Were they his brand? Because he was definitely hawking his no, weed brand. It was definitely before. Or cannabis, excuse me. Before his, uh, he started. Uh, he was. I think he was trying to sober up a little bit. I'm not. I'm not picking on the guy at all. Just the show was not worth the money I spent. You know, it was uh, St. Ignace, and it, it felt like it was a trapped audience because he knew everybody was going to come up there. Oh, yeah, it's Darren McCarty. Come. And everybody shelled out their hard-earned money to go to something that was, to be honest, sub subpar. Well, and we're probably talking a little bit more of his infancy into what he is now yeah. because he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, mainstream yeah. podcaster. He has a, a really good show. And hey, let's let's not hate on him too hard. I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to work some angles with Zane and see I if we know. can't get I, his number. I'm not hating on Darren McCarty at all, you know, because you know I'm the only one in this fucking room remembers everything he did back in '95, '96, '97, '98. You know. Yeah, so you're a super fan, is what you're saying. And I, he he he's he was part of that grind line, man. He was a spirit. He was the heart of everything, you know. He him Malpy, uh, Kosher, uh, Drapes. I mean, that was absolutely amazing to watch. Um, I just don't care. To, not much of a comedian. Not much. He's not, he's not, <laughs> well, and not that's funny. Why. I would love to sit and have a few beers with a guy. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm, hell yeah. I'm sure that would be great. I don't think I'd want to like almost record it. I'd rather just have a good conversation. Yeah. We're not trying to sit here and impress people because uh, I, I don't want to hear the stories about uh, Claude Lemieux anymore. I, I'm sure I, he probably doesn't want to talk about yeah. it as much. Well, but that's what he That did, is his shtick now. That's what he did talk about, but he didn't try to make a bunch of jokes. There were a few lines in there, but it wasn't a comedy routine like okay. you would expect on that. It's more stuff, like storytelling which, time with yeah. Darren McCartney. With, you know, a few punchlines, because obviously sure. if you're hanging out with those guys, there's right. going to be. Well, even if we're just chatting happens. or whatever, we end up coming up with a punchline that's funny or a pun or something like that. I, ju I just think, you know, here, hearing you having your, your experience, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to try not to take anything away from that. Great. You, know, you had a good time. Awesome. What? You know, what? I was Brent, getting Brent, a little sleepy. Okay. <laughs> you mean, you mean Brent poo pooing somebody's yeah. story? <laughs> you know, I went and saw, I went and saw him. You know what? Three years ago, and then all of a sudden you rewind twenty years ago. I've heard this story myself. I don't know how many times I get reminded. And you know what? <laughs> it was the turning point of the Detroit Red Wings. But you know what? When I did see the story being told in front of me from him personally, it was like that high school quarterback that was reliving that moment that he had fifty years ago, <laughs> and you just can't right. let go, Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico type shit, <laughs> and and. and the other side of the story is through watching him do that three years ago, I am a bigger fan of Claude Lemieux now 
than Darren McCarty because I just felt like he was just trashing and beating up on a guy who who else I thought was a was a very phenomenal athlete, a great competitor, a banger, if you will. Yeah, you know what? He caught drapes. It was dirty. Redemption was had, but you don't make a living off somebody else's misery. That's fair enough. Fair about that. That. I think it's well, fair. But oh, that's fair. I on mean, that. Claude's got a family. He's got kids. Oh, of course. Why but, you, you got to sit here and go on the road and say, you know what? I beat the hell out of Claude Lemieux. It's played out. We we lived it. We saw it, it and we, we celebrate the anniversary and all this stuff. And I don't know if it's us or if it's. I think we celebrate the churning point. I know I revenge. celebrate the churning point. No, that game. You mean the turning, the point, turning point, point of that of series? Yeah. No, the of the re- wings in of general, the wings even in further. General. Even it further. was seriously, they had to climb the mountain, and that mountain was in Colorado. And when they had that day when when, when Claude uh, hit Draper, it was somber. Like, we all knew we were fucked. We were fucked. We were done. The the the, the total wind came out of the sail. Yep. And, and then all of a sudden they beat us, what, three times during a year, maybe four times during the regular season? And then March happened, and they were beating us three to one. And then it happened. And the seriously, you could, as it was happening, you knew the Red Wings were going to come back from this game. It was going to change. The world, our little hockey world and Red Wing world was about to change. We watched this team instantly become something magical. And that is what we've had until recently. You know, we're, we're, we're you know, now we're rebuilding again. But for a lot of people that watch this for 40 years, watch a loser for 40 years, kind of like the red or like the, the lions, <laughs> you know, but I, I don't celebrate Claude Lemieux getting his ass kicked. I sell, I celebrate seriously the churning of the tides, watching a team actually come back together, watching the fans support their city, watching the fans support their team. Yeah. That year was magic and it had nothing to do with watching a guy beat up another guy. It, it had everything to do about a city, a state and players coming together focused on one thing and that was a Stanley Cup and that's how I view that differently than most people interesting you say it was like listening to a you know high school quarterback reliving his glory days (laughs) no well there were also uh, audience members that were um, reliving those glory days and were hooting and hollering when he was talking about it and it was like all right, the two um, oh no go go ahead ahead. no you're good I uh, was just going to wrap this up with two call-outs from it. Uh, the show was pretty, or a couple call-outs, a few. Uh, Where did you see it at? Did I give that oh, shout-out. Uh, a brewery in Creston. <laughs> Creston Brewery, not a sponsor yet. Oh, really? Right yeah. off Division there? Plainfield at that point. Okay. It's still high class. Let's just do it. You, you can, you can it say, was. Creston you, you can say Creston Brewery. Creston it's right Brewery. around the corner from here. Oh, no kidding. It, it's, it's actually right, closer. It's in my neighborhood. It's, not yours. it's just north of of Zazarak or what Zazarak. It, what is it called South. now? Oh, it is north. Uh, uh, Res Lounge. Res Lounge. It's just north there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. Nice little spot. They do comedy on the on the second floor. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Neat little area up there. We could probably talk to the guy that runs that comedy thing too. He's uh he sponsors Zane as well. Yeah, I'm funnier than both those guys. Oh, wow. And <laughs> humble, too. Definitely humble. It's tough to be on top. One thing that I <laughs> thought was kind of interesting, and his message kind of got a little muddled. Gotcha, uh, Zane. Was. He doesn't listen Darren anymore was, than you do. Uh, trying to 
make some points about like if you need help in your life, you know, because he is, you know, sober and stuff. Yep. You know, like had issues help with and alcoholism stuff. Or, or just in general, if you have an issue, help. yeah, if you need some help to like reach out on it. He brought it up a couple times during the show, so I could tell he was trying to get that point out, but yeah. like. As you said, his delivery wasn't very good. Right. I, I think he wants to help people, and he's and really he big on, use, on the herb. So well, he wasn't trying to push that, but he did mention that he uh, had you know some cannabis, but a line had, of it. And he's stuff, had but. he's had really good luck with with this working for him. So he wants to spread the good it's news. Yeah, you know, you know, the other thing is, is and we could have a you know a totally different show uh, talking about this is, is people like, you know, Darren McCarty and, and Chris Niles, uh, these, these bangers, uh, had a totally different role in the NHL back in the day. And there is some like residual that comes off it, whether you want to call it PTSD and, you know, all the headaches and all that other kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. the, there is a mental side of it. And, Sometimes when you don't hear the audience anymore, that's the biggest, scariest time in the world. So yeah, uh, you got to find the audience again. And one uh, last thing, so that- I think that I think that part of you know is absolutely great. You know that uh, I can relate. Maybe another topic, another day. That I think know, so. I think I think we we need to do another mental health show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But Darren McCarty has found something to not only uh, to help others, but also to keep his own mind going in the right direction you know you got to put shit on your plate or or you start walking around looking for something to eat you don't, don't want to do that so <laughs> it'll be interesting. last word yeah the last thing that he said is that uh he will not be a stranger around grand rapids awesome kind of more to come so we'll see on that he said something about uh getting the boys back together or they're almost Fuck back yeah, together. They're going to have the grind line at silver puck this year. Yeah, Everybody come out I to silver it. puck. <laughs> I, who knows what that means, but you know, he well, even, made some reference to the Griffins and, nice. um, yeah, even if he just does so. another a couple of shows or whatever, that'd be fun for us to go check out. I, I wanted to go, uh, but we, we had, you know, yeah, I'm glad you were game. busy. So I got the, invite. yeah, you got the invite. <laughs> so, uh, before we wrap up the show, um, one, one of our team members, uh, Went went to the to the uh, west coast of Lake Michigan the over the weekend, <laughs> over to Wisconsin. And uh, how was uh, how take, was the show over there? Did you take Gretchen? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Brent and Fauci. <laughs> Brent went over to Madison for a hockey tournament. Now, yeah. um, as Brent runs West Michigan hockey, I mean the the big man over here. Uh, you playing in a different tournament. Uh, give us some highlights on the weekend. Um, how how does Silver Puck compare to the tournament in Madison? Um, just kind of jump into absolutely all of that, would you? I'm not here to hurt feelings or anything. Andrea, uh, Andrea ran the tournament out there. Uh, Big shout out to Andrea. Did she do a good job? Oh, she's she's an ama- awesome. amazing person. I will say. Um, Maybe she'll take on Hockey Hold'em over there. There is not. Um, there is not any tournament that I've been to where the coordinator runs around like I do. Okay. And uh, she is absolutely a friend of all. Uh, very good. It, it was. I laugh at her. I'm gonna, I'm laughing at you. Have you ever listened to the show? Probably never. And uh, she goes, "Oh my <laughs> gosh!" Falling I'm, on deaf ears. And she goes, "Oh my gosh!" I'm running three minutes behind. And I put my arm around three her. Three minutes. I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, "You should wait till you're about two hours behind." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you have a break in the middle? That's <laughs> you know? where you catch up. 
Um, but no, she did. She did a wonderful job. Um, actually, it's part of the silver pot format comes from there because I saw what they did and I liked where it was going, but it stopped short and I adapted my own thought process and built silver puck that, uh, the, the bracket style that we are going to have a true winner. Um, our, our weekend was decided on Friday night. Oh, okay. um, so, so, so it's the old format. Well, where... not only that, but like we played a team that already played. And so without playing another team or a crossover game, cause there was only sure. six teams. So instantly when we lost, they were already in our our, our side of the table. So it's and they one had of, two wins. It's so, one it's one so of those tournaments drinking. where the the tournament can be decided after one game. Yes, it and was it was definitely decided. It it, it leaves no hope. Yep. For Saturday and the fun, and that's the big thing that I I mean that's the most favorable thing about silver puck and ho- well hockey Oldham's different. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have even gone that Same way. Different, but but you, like you you do have a shot. You you still have a shot. Yeah, it you, was. It you was know, done. until you have those two losses, then you know you're pretty much mathematically out of it. Yeah. But you can one. There's going to be one team on Sunday that has one loss, Going and then the absolutely. team that went three and zero is obviously going to be there. And then there there's that fun little game that you play with the other team that has the same record as you, yeah, and how that all plays out, and it's always very interesting, which is fun. And it's so nice not to have to worry about. Hey, we we lost one. We're not out. Absolutely. Good it's, God, I knew you I was paid your out. money, and now you lose a game, and you're done. Done. I knew I was out at four thirty on on Saturday, and that was our first game. Yeah. So you so, played at four thirty on Saturday. Three, three actually. By four thirty, you, your your weekend was decided for yeah. you, and it became just. Let's you know, have some fun, boys. Yeah. Yep. Um, the guys that I, guys and ladies uh, that we uh, like that. We skated with. Absolutely great group of guys, man. Awesome. I, so I, was was it a co-ed then? Or? No, it was, it was uh it was like a B bracket, you know. Um, With a couple of gals on your team, we or had one, that played. We had, I think we had the only girl in the tournament. Nice. Uh, We'll call her Ms. Hamilton. Ms. Uh, Hamilton? I'm very, familiar with Ms. Very, Hamilton. very sweet gal. Um, okay. I would love to have her come out here and skate with us in Silver Puck. I'm not going to lie. She is a where, very Where is Ms. Player. Hamilton from? Is she Wisconsin, a, Madison. She, so she's a, she's a townie. Yes. And yep. um, she's on your team. Well, now, she, it wasn't, my, you know, just what's to clear the connection? this up a little bit. My cousin Joe is the one that set up this group. And uh, Joe lives in Madison, Wisconsin, and uh, so he okay, invited. Okay, so it's a, a lady that he knows. Yes, from he playing works over with her, there. and a bunch like some of the people, probably half the team almost he works with at his company. Okay, and so it's kind of like a little work friend family thing. Cause, Very nice because my cousin Matt comes swinging through, and he picks me up. So you get a, how many guys from West Michigan went? Just just Matt and I. So just you and Matt, and yep. then um, the, the rest of the team was is local. local. Yep. Oh, that's great. That's like when we would bring down the boys from Esky and we yes. kind of put a hybrid couple of teams together I, back in the infancy of Silver Puck. There wasn't one moment all weekend that, in our game, I will say this, in our games, because uh, I didn't watch all of them, man, our team seriously was like, yep, we're out. Our games weren't out of control. There's a couple, you know, you get a little heated, hey, you know, that ain't cools. But it, yeah. didn't, it didn't escalate. Um it was seriously a great weekend. Uh, I think we got a couple of weird eyes because I think Matt and uh, Joe and I 
uh, did the silver puck thing, basically. Uh-huh. Rotation we, in yeah, the shower. Well, yeah, we're rotating beers, like rotating that. showers, rotating whatever it took to rotate. We are rotating it. And uh, the, <laughs> these guys kept looking at us being like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with these What's Michigan up with boys? These guys? So, <laughs> we, we, got, we, got a couple, we got a couple of them that wanted to partake, but they were they like. They just okay. didn't know how. They didn't know how. Yeah. It was awkward. Kind I know. Of like the yeah. conversations earlier. West Michigan born. <laughs> bread so i you know you mentioned that there's a a female that is running this tournament i think that's cool as hell that andrew is running this tournament um wow yeah i mean you just don't really see that a whole lot and i think that that's something to remark about um but also uh i wanted to ask um so most everybody in our group in west michigan your tournaments that are here um we all play here is there any nuances of the game that don't really transcribe between West Michigan hockey and Wisconsin hockey? Yeah, it's a parking lot. A serious period done. That's the conversation that ends. Nothing on the ice, though, that no, are weird I, as far as I, I, nuances? Well, I guess, uh, well, it starts in a parking lot, and that's why I keep going I'll, I'll keep going back to that. So it's always going to circle back to that. Yeah. The it, community it, part the community of it. The community part of it. It's When the games were done, they were done. Uh, for the most part, like I said, you know, got along with both both teams. You know, there wasn't no bullshit that was happening between. So games. your team was the only team sitting around the blue picnic tables outside of the no, rink. No, we, no, we. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, uh, we literally got done playing. Ooh, we st- our game wasn't even until like two o'clock, two fifteen. Oh dear! So, so we got <laughs> we got done at like three thirty. And this is the consolation game. Yeah, it has no bearing on anything. No bearing on anything. So it's a hungover game. I don't think we left the rink till five. I don't think we left. I I know I still was sitting in my underwear at like like four thirty. And you know you have a six hour drive ahead of you. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. 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 But we, I'm in no hurry to get in that car. Yeah, we had uh, plenty of pops, and we were sitting there. And you know what? Uh, Andrea accidentally found a couple extra pops laying around. What a gal! And so she came in and dropped them off to us. Nice. And, uh, uh, no, it was, it was seriously just a really, really good time. The, the one thing that does, I think, separate what, what's happened here over 18 years uh, versus other places is the community aspect of it. It just doesn't. When the games are done over there, uh, you sit in the locker room or you jump in your car, you take off. There's a few people I said, hi, you know, hey, that was a good game. Nice meeting you. But, but I wasn't going to sit there and go, hey, man, you guys had a pretty good team. Would you ever consider coming to Grand Rapids? It was just you, you can see really that, never ran into nah, that. We're going, thing. we're moving. Gotcha. We, there's no, real. they're coming, they're playing, they're leaving, they're going on. Yeah. They're, they're not making a weekend of it. Like we do at silver buck or hockey no. hold them. Joe, I can see my cousin Joe trying to do that. Sure. Um, because like uh, on a Saturday night, like Saturday. So we play our game at three o'clock. Our next game's not till nine 30. So everybody was over except for two guys, three guys, maybe was at Joe's house. We're playing cards. We're having pops. We're so you guys shots. aren't even we're... hanging out at the rink. In oh between. no, you, absolutely. Like not. it's, it's a ghost town yeah. in between your games. Absolutely. No kidding. Nobody outside. That's, ever. that's kind of weird to consider yes based no. on like, the culture that you've May. built. Uh, or it's, you, it's March. I mean, it's well, cold. Even if you're in the, even if they make it so that you can hang out in the rink, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was just going to ask if they're a little strict about that because uh, to have a culture like that, it's not like just one day you showed up with your tournament yeah. and you're like, or That's you true. put the word out there and you're like, Hey guys, you know, he feel free to stick around. He and- didn't, he didn't start this parking lot. Brent didn't start the parking lot, family party, all that stuff. 
That wasn't until you've really it solidified your it spot with Patterson. Yeah, it started happening in about four years after the fact. Right. So what, you know, your so, tournaments were probably yeah. very similar to this, where they'd come, they play, they leave. St- yeah, I started 2005. It was probably 2009. Like a couple people would be like sitting around the back end, you know, and then yeah. if somebody was like talking and having saying, a secret pop, you yeah, know, in the brown paper bag. And then before before on. you know it, you got the know. the bags, the sauce toss, ladder yeah. ball, you know, all the stuff going on, campers, grills, RV. <laughs> and it looks like it looks like a white trash bash out there i would not trade Birthday what bash. i have i would not trade what shirts I have short shorts uh, but, but you know you can see that definitely culture wise um i think I, I think one of the bigger bigger things is once again we could do this on another show is i think the silver puck challenge um got into more of the community side of it when with the passing of John English back in the day, because we actually uh, scheduled cookouts, so people That's could right. do we the did donations do and the stuff do- like that. Yep, and yeah. then everybody liked it. That the next year, just that cookout theme just You're started happening. Right. Now, now it's every weekend. You're after right. That. It really so did. It really tra- did turn into a thing. Tra- tragedy. We build community. So and isn't that a testament? That is know, just and so, then unfortunately, then we have our Dave Rue, and then we have the the David Warson stories, and we have all all these unfortunate tragedies and loss mm-hmm. that bring our community together. Yeah, Triskowski in there Triskowski, as well. Triskowski, yes. Yeah. And so, so now Sorry, with I just every, to add you know, one. as as the years go on, though, uh, more 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 loss is going to happen, and uh, through loss, community gets stronger. Because they do have to come back together. Because mm-hmm. we're, you know, it's it's just going to happen. We we're, we're stronger we're, together yeah, than absolutely than on our own. So, uh, until you uh, build something like like a tournament, uh, like Andrea does, and by, by all means, a- Andrea, God forbid something terrible happens. She says, you know what? This guy played in our beer leagues for years. He played in my tournaments for years. Da, 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 da. Unfortunately, something happened to him. We're going to have a cookout. Mm-hmm. We're going to have some you know, some beers and blah, 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 blah. And who I knows can what can stem from that? I, I can guarantee yep. you the coin flips from there. You're yeah. right. I don't need to be an asshole to this guy all the time. You know what? He's got a family, too. He's got a job. He's got a wife. Man, we got into it on the ice. Now we're sharing hot hot dogs and beer, hot yeah. brats and burgers and beer and you know and, and that's where the community that's is where built. the community starts it starts it's, with, it's crazy to yep. consider it that way it really is but it's the truth grab your community and before you head over to wisconsin to hit the pond make sure you hit on your game pro shop the place to get your skates detailed before that road trip your tape and all the accessories you need but not the pops for the no. for the parking lot and they don't well sell done. beer there they did it. They did it, Madison. I'm waiting for the update for Patterson, everyone. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Welcome to the show. It's Whoa. called. Whoa, Whoa. I, I, Whoa Jay. I thought you hung Jay. up on that guy. Hold on Where'd a minute here. From? I thought we hung up on him. All right, technical difficulty. I hit the wrong button, apparently. He really should say on this that it says uh, words or something. You should probably right. head over to True Edge to get your uh, skill sharpened. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, all right. All right. That's Here, true. Let, I, I see what yeah. you did there. 53B. Well, <laughs> 53C. Welcome to episode 53C. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. We're running light on topics to talk about, so send us some of your ideas. 
Uh, you can reach us at justchirpin.com or on Facebook, Twitter, or Insta. Uh, we hope to hear from you soon. We'll see you at the rink. Make your choices, everyone.